Welcome to episode 37 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name's Jess. And I'm Sam. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Hi if you're new. Happy 2021. 2021. It's been a long time coming. (laughs) Well, I mean, last year didn't really feel long. So it's kind of weird that we're now at the start of a new year. But, you know, I'm very glad that 2020 is over. But, you know... To begin with, you know, the whole seven days we've been in 2021, it's been very eventful already, so. That's for sure. I I think eventful was an understatement, perhaps. Definitely with what is obviously going on in the US at the moment as well, but we're not, we're not that podcast, you know. We're here to bring you some joy. Joy to the world. That was last month, sorry. I was gonna say that you can't do that. <laughs> can't do but it. That was, was last one. How was your Christmas? My Christmas was fantastically wonderful as it could be, given the restrictions. Agreed. Yes, it could have been better. And Noah was just a bit of a poo over the actual Christmas Day, Boxing Day period. Was it just too much for him? Do you think? No, I don't think he really understood what was going on. I think he was just a poo. Oh, he just yeah. decided the wrong day to... He just chose the wrong days to to decide that he was going to work out his boundaries as a toddler. Oh, great. How inconsiderate, yeah. Noah. Thanks. It was inconsiderate, <laughs> actually. It was quite inconsiderate, yes. But, no, it was lovely. And we had some wonderful moments. Lovely gifts. Some very nice wine. (laughs) But yes, Christmas, it was all right. It was as good as it could have been. It was strange because it was just me and Ash. But it was a lovely day. Um, Eating, drinking, pyjamas all day. And obviously briefly saw you when you did a little drop off at a distance. So, yeah. Socially distanced presence drop because obviously... The government ruined our plans. Yeah. Yes, they did. Forests <laughs> ruined our plans. They're still ruining our plans. <laughs> still we are ruining our plans. Another national lockdown. And hopefully it should be the last one. While we've got the two vaccinations being rolled out. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. I do End cross my fingers. Is near. I really hope so because I just want to do I was talking to my friend the other day and I was just saying all I really want to do is go out for a nice dinner have some drink and Mm -hmm. dance that's all I want to do with my life and also obviously there's all the mushy stuff like actually see and cuddle my family I don't even cuddle when I want to cuddle (laughs) I know It is sad and I'm really looking forward to just being able to be reunited with everyone and just again being able to just be within a very close (laughs) distance and not think, oh. And I'm never letting go. (laughs) Exactly, that's it. Just being able to go places again without the fear, but you know. So the rundown this month, we are as we do every January. I say every January as we've done this loads, but this is our third January. Three years, by the way. Three 
three years. Um, so our third January, uh, so we'll do a review of last year. Normally it would be a wrapped episode, but Apple have very inconsiderately not actually produced any data. Um, they've just given everyone a playlist for their most listened songs of 2020. Um, so Jess has got more more betterer I was going to say then that's more not betterer there you go um Jess has got better information than I have I can just tell you what my top songs are but that's what we're going to do and then we'll also do our normal stuff um we'll look at the albums we've listened to in the last month the singles we've listened to in the last month our record of the month mm-hmm. our honorable mentions and then yes we will go on to our 2020 review mm-hmm. i just want to say apple what a letdown come on do you not know I, who we I'm are so disappointed because <laughs> they've done it for the last two years and then they just didn't do it this year yeah like, no email no nothing and i was so excited about it yeah and i saw the playlist when they updated the ios um a while back now i mentioned it to you i think yeah like november time i think so yeah and then we realized it was just going to be a rolling playlist from and i was like well they still better do the data and they didn't so they've ruined my review i don't know if it is like i was saying before we started recording that because it is like spotify's thing that apple are actually like hang on let's just take a back seat we're not going to try and compete with that, we'll try and think of our own thing. Um, but I think Spotify has just kind of beat them on that front, unfortunately. And now it means that I've, I've restarted my Spotify account. You're back! Woo! So I'll be listening to all my music on Spotify, except for the radio and doing Noah's songs on Apple. Keep it separate. So essentially the Apple is now Noah's. And that means that you can't, like, put the blame on anyone else when, you know, next year rolls around. Yeah. You have to own. I can tell you there's about 15 songs on this one that won't be on on my Spotify next Mm -hmm. year. Shush. (laughs) Shush. Mm -hmm. Anyway, how many albums have you got? I have got four today. So, starting off with an EP... And I just want to disclaim that this actually came out in late October, but I didn't know about it until last month. So I'm still... Shocking. I'm still just going to talk about it. Okay. So it is Tom Morello. Crazy. Guitar guitar hero, Tom Morello. Mm-hmm. Um, the EP is called Commandant. It is five songs, 18 minutes, 26 seconds. So... It's an EP, so it's short anyway. But apparently, even though it came out in late October, he apparently only gave a few days notice when releasing it anyway. So it wasn't, like, big news. He just kind of sprung it on people. Um, So that's maybe why I didn't hear about it until last month. Um, But Mm. as we know, Tom Morello is a guitar god. You know, Rage Against the Machine, his riffs and stuff. Pretty iconic. And I feel like... If you hear him play, you know who he is. You're able to tell who he is. Yeah. Um, you can so, tell. yeah. So, I didn't know if this EP was just instrumentals or if there was going to be vocals on it. I was not really sure. Um, but there's actually only one song with vocals on the whole EP. Um, and the same song is the only one to have a feature on it. So, the feature on this song. And the song is called Interstate 80, is featuring Slash. 
So <laughs> you've got what two big players in the guitar world on one track. And I'm pretty sure I have mentioned this before, but I will mention it again. I have actually seen Slash live. Have you mentioned that before? Maybe. I don't know. He was at Wireless one year. <laughs> yeah, I think you have actually. Which is a bit weird, but yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, I don't remember it, but I think the fact that you're saying that he was at Wireless, that rings a bell because it is so bizarre. And probably because I say that quite a lot. Wireless. Why Wireless? Went to Wireless. Well, you know. I don't know, it was very odd. But it was on the main stage and it was very good. Maybe trying to get to a bigger, wider audience? I don't know. I just remember there being a little girl there and she was super cute. She had a little denim ja- denim um, cut-off sleeve yeah. like jacket type thing on. Um, and it said rock and roll on the back and she was on her dad's shoulders. Oh. She must have been about eight, nine. And she was just having the time of her life when he was on. That is so cute. It was really cute. Oh, that is really cute. So, yeah. As you can imagine, you know, two guitar gods. Yes, they do have a guitar duel. Twice, actually, (laughs) on one track. Oh, my gosh. Um, So, as you can imagine, it's pretty epic. Um, And definitely a showstopper. I think it's probably, like, the main track on the album i think that's how i found out about this ep um was because i was like hang on he's done a song with slash i was like what but also what was really cool because again like we tend to do when i stick on an ep and album i don't tend to really look at the um track listing so the first track as it starts i was like hang on i recognize this it is a cover of voodoo child what yeah so I think also it's very hard and a lot to live up to when you're covering the legend that is Jimi Hendrix, but he takes this track to a completely different level. It's very dynamic and it just makes it sound like such a huge track is the best way to describe it. And again, I think with tracks like this and people as legendary as Jimi Hendrix, you can't just cover it and it'd be exactly the same. You have to bring something else to the table, and he definitely does that. It's so epic and so cool. Um, I was just blown away by that. I was like, what a way to kind of start off this EP. Um, And there's even um, stages where he kind of like mimics like Jimi Hendrix's like singing voice on the guitar. So cool. You just have to check it out. It's really cool. And then the third track on it is a tribute to Eddie Van Halen, who, you know, sadly passed away this year as well. So it's quite fitting for him to have that little tribute on there. But yeah, I think if you're into guitars, you know, you want to hear a guitar jam from guitar, from a guitar hero, then this EP definitely for you. It's got fiery riffs, guitar tapping melodies, solos obviously um and there's even some blues influence chucked in there a little bit as well which is really cool um but yeah this was a complete surprise for me didn't let me down um and it was definitely a treat for my ears so (laughs) treat for the ears it was it just yeah you know when you just listen to it and you're like your little that would be your little uh, review a treat for the ears. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Morello, 
commandant a treat for the ears but my favorite tracks that i will point out is obviously voodoo child just spoke about it but it is literally epic um and also a song towards the end which is called suburban gorilla check it out it does sound like one that i will enjoy very much only 18 minutes of your time so 18 minutes i mean you can do very little in 18 minutes so true put put your mind to it exactly put it on in the background (laughs) it's fine Uh, so my first album is by they Mm -hmm. Uh, it's called the amanda tape it's 10 songs 32 minutes and 59 seconds not bad yeah um so they're an r&b duo i've spoken about before last month um, one of the singles from this album was on my singles. Mm-hmm. That's the moment. Um, it's a brilliant, brilliant album. It's storytelling. They're basically talking about relationships and like the different aspects of relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called the Amanda Tape. This really, I think this is really just weird. Okay. But it's called the Amanda Tape because they were both dating someone called Amanda like different women called Amanda at the same time whilst they were writing what are the chances this album. and their sound engineer was also dating someone called Amanda oh my god I know, how weird but that almost says to me like the world was like you're all in the right place to make this album yeah. oh my god yes. and it is just vulnerable in mm. places a little bit sexy in places they've got great voices there's heartache thrown in there there's you know the kind of wanting of someone that that you kind of maybe stepped aside when you shouldn't have Mm -hmm. and it's just a really really good album um my favorites on the album were count me in all mine and Losing Focus, which features Wale. Oh. Yes, there are some other features on there. One, actually, that I think you would like, um, because it's Juicy J, and we all know oh. how much you love him. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Going straight it's to actually, listen to that after, you know. It's actually a good one. No, it is actually a good song. Yeah, because it's not a there Juicy J bad... track. He's just featured well, on exactly. it. Exactly. That's exactly it, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he is on there. Um yeah, no, it's just a it's just a really good R and B album. Good. I would have. To, I think I'm gonna check it out just because the song that you sent me, which was "Count Me In," is that the one that you sent? Oh, me? "Count Me In." Yes. Let's talk about "Count Me In." Yeah. So "Count Me In" has got a chord running all the way through it, and it is driving me absolutely insane because it's it reminds me of something but I cannot for the life of me tell you what it reminds me of it's See, driving me mad yeah and when you sent it to me obviously I was listening to that but then I was kind of just going through the track and I was like oh this sounds actually really good but it for some reason was just reminding me of something Nirvana but, but the song not. that I oh, thought sorry. it was I won't say what it is because it doesn't need to be on the playlist but yeah I played it and I was like, no, that isn't it. But for some reason, that's what's coming to mind. And I was like, no, brain, come on. You've got this. Come on, brain, work. Uh-uh. But I was trying to, Ash um, suggested of like looking if there was instrumentals and stuff, seeing if anybody had commented to say, oh, it sounds like something. Couldn't find anything. 
So no, it's I couldn't find anything either. You were my you were my last hope. <sighs> Sorry. <sighs> it will come to me at like three o'clock one morning. <laughs> out of nowhere probably but there if you, you guys so. listen to it and you can figure it out please let us know oh yes please let us know please just for my sanity <laughs> she could be dreaming about it have nightmares about it <gasps> nightmares <laughs> um so my next one is kid cuddy man on the moon three the chosen So this is 18 songs, 58 minutes, 24 seconds. So it's quite a long one. Well, no, it's not quite a long one. It's, yeah, I reckon like 50 minutes is quite like average. Um, But obviously it's bordering the hour mark. Um, So this is the third and final instalment um, in the Man on the Moon trilogy. The first one came out in 2009. Um, and the second in 2010. So obviously there's been quite a big gap in between the release of the final instalment. Um, and actually I think that's quite an important part uh, or point to kind of keep in mind that if I remember I'll go back to um, in a minute. Um, but I think people have like this real nostalgia towards Kid Cudi um, and definitely the first album in the trilogy. I think a lot of people mm. hold that dearly for, you know, I don't know, certain memories, etc. school, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and you don't really hardly ever hear anyone talk about any of his other solo stuff. Um, obviously, he did that um, album with Kanye. Um, which I didn't mind too much, but like his pure just solo stuff you don't really hear apart from this kind of trilogy. So this album is split into four acts. So it's kind of like a concept um, album of attempting to defeat his own demons and find peace within that. And he's always kind of spoken about this kind of stuff, which I think has always made him and his music quite relatable in that sense that he's always willing to kind of talk about that darker stuff and be open about it but you know even looking into it listening to it uh reading certain reviews and stuff you know he's not necessarily done this album i don't think for money or relevance um pitchfork kind of said you know that he starred in a hbo show last year he's in the new bill and ted um he he had a number one single with travis travis scott so you know, he's not doing too bad for himself to necessarily just release something just for money. Maybe it was for the fans, I think, to end the trilogy. Um, But I personally don't feel like he's an album person for me. I can appreciate his music, certain singles he's made, but I think that's the point that I want to come back to is I don't know because it's been so long that maybe it just doesn't feel the same. Um, And I just, again, wanted some oomph from it, but you rarely get it. All right, that's my opinion. I don't feel like there was any oomph all the way through. The production, I think, is a bit underwhelming at times. I think you expect songs to kind of accelerate, but a lot of them just doesn't. It just kind of stays at one pace, uh, if that makes sense. And I think sometimes what doesn't help as well is that his vocals are quite flat, just his delivery. That's what he's always been like. But again, for me, I wanted some oomph. And a lot of the time, a lot of the tracks just stay on one level. They don't accelerate any higher. 
Um, but saying that, one thing that I thought was really cool, some of the features were really surprising. So there is a track with Skepta, um, which really cool. Yeah, it just seems so. Skepta. Yep, Skepta. Okay. Um, and that same track has also got Pop Smoke on it too. This okay. is probably one of the best songs from the album as well. Um, and another surprising one, uh, towards the end of the album, he's got a track that has Phoebe Bridges on it. So, yeah, again, very odd, very odd. But both of those songs were really good. Yeah, it was just very surprising to have these, like, you know, I think Phoebe Bridges more than anything, just because totally different genre. Um, but, yeah, I think maybe as well for me in regards to you know, feeling a bit underwhelmed. Maybe I need to go back and sort of listen to all of them sort of closer together. Um, yeah. And maybe I can get the feel for it there. But as I said, I just felt like it was a bit underwhelming. And there were times where it did feel really long as well. I was sort of looking like, oh, how many tracks are left? Is it, you know, how long have we got kind of thing, which is not <laughs> oh, always... that's not nice. That's no, not what you want, is it's it? it's not always the best. Um, but... No, again, I don't think it's a bad album at all. I just felt like it was very underwhelming at times. So the tracks that I liked the most from the album was Show Out, and that is the one featuring Skepta and Pop Smoke. Um, Elsie's Baby Boy, brackets, flashback. And then Loving Me, which is the one with Phoebe Bridges. So as I said, okay. I think those two probably with the features on it are the best on the album. But yeah, the Skepta one's really cool. So I'm excited for you to... Give it a listen and see what you think. Oh, I look forward to that. It'll be on the playlist. It will be on the playlist. You're correct. Um, so the next album that I want to talk about will be of no surprise to anyone. It's Eminem, Music to be Murdered by oh, Side B. Oh, of course you did. Of course you did. Of course I did. <laughs> Now, I'm not going to give you so a number of songs or time because I can't. Not an accurate one anyway, because what they've done or what he's done is merged the two together now. Oh. So it just gives you the overall number of songs and minutes. So in total is 36 songs, one hour and 57 minutes. <laughs> but that's not a fair representation. But that's two yeah. albums. Yeah, that's two albums. What will surprise, so the first part, obviously, well, not obviously, Maybe, obviously, it came out at the beginning of 2020. It was a, a bit of a surprise. No one knew it was coming. Mm -hmm. And the same with this one. Didn't really know this was happening. What will surprise you and our dear listener is mm -hmm. I wasn't really that fussed by it, to be honest. Was he not? I was not. No, it's not his best. It's just, it's just an Eminem album. Yeah, there was, I think, a single that he released from that album and I listened to it and I just was like, I'm bored of it now. Yeah, I I, I haven't really been back to it apart from in prep for this. I gave it a, a little listen earlier on. He's still got amazing delivery, but he's fallen into this trap almost, I think. And I've read this quite a lot of him as well, mm. particularly in relation to the last last couple of albums. Yeah what he he seems to be doing is that shocking on one hand and then apologizing in the next yeah so like in the first part of music to be murdered by he did that really ill-advised line about the manchester bombing yeah 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 and in this one 
he apologizes for that. Okay. But then mentions the Boston Marathon. Okay, so it's a bit contradictory because so he's like giving with one hand and taking with the other. It, it I, I really struggle with it because if that's what he's if some of it's really good. His wordplay is really clever, and mm. he is really good at flipping stuff around and and. He is such a clever person. I think he's better than this, yeah. I think, is my issue. I think he's better than this. Mm-hmm. I think he slipped into a rut, and I think he slipped into Agreed. the cycle of doing that. But also, as um, well, when I heard the single that he released, when we finished it, because we watched the music video, I turned around and said to Ash, like, you cannot deny his talent at all. Like, you have to have no. full respect for him. He is crazy talented but again he's what a rap I f- god he is a rap god but what i feel mm-hmm. like again you've described it in the best way is he's fallen into a bit of a rut even in that sense but also the sense of how he delivers now i feel like you know exactly what he's gonna like how he's gonna perform and every track now is he has his you know start off bit and then he goes really quick and then it's like but he's we- got a pattern but we we see this in every song now, so it's as cool yeah. as it is. It just gets a bit old because it's like we want to see what you have because we know you are so talented. But yeah, yeah, and there's still like there there are still lines in it that you know when you're listening to rap music. I think it's really powerful when you hear a line that makes you smile. Yeah. or you know you go oh yeah. like when you have that like oh I know what he was thinking when he said that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah. And you still have those moments, but they're so few and far between, yeah. I, I felt, anyway. Yeah, I really struggled with it, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, that being said, there are some great tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Black Magic, which is and Skylar Grey. Oh, okay. So it's Eminem and Skylar Grey. Uh, Book of Rhymes, which is a DJ Primo feature. And Zeus, which features White Gold. Mm, okay. They are my favourites. Nice. There you go. That's all I gotta say about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I um yeah, when I saw it pop up I just thought it was maybe like an extended version. I didn't actually realise. Yeah, I thought there were gonna be a few extra songs, but it's no, it's a whole nother album. Yeah, I might have to tell Ash that then because I don't think he realised that either. (laughs) So he'll probably Mm. be listening to that tomorrow at work. But I'll tell him not to get too excited about it. Don't get excited. There are some good lines. There really are some good lines and there are some good songs. But yeah, he's got into a rut. I think maybe he just needs to step back for a little while and... Recoup. Yeah. Recoup. Yeah. So my next one is by an artist called Pao Fu. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Um, yes, and, you are. And the album is, oh no, the EP, sorry, is called Some Boring Love Stories Part 5. So it's... I actually listened to this. Did you? Well, then you can put I in... just haven't spoken to talk about. That's well, okay. Well, I only listened to it once. That would be interesting. Uh, I'm interested to think what you have to say about it so it's only eight songs 21 minutes 18 seconds so 
obviously, or maybe not obviously, he had quite a big track at the start of the year with Baby Doobie called Deathbed, Coffee for Your Head. And Sam really liked that song. Um, I love that song, which is why I listened to this album. I just, it just got played too much and I just got sick of it, quite honestly. Um, and you mocked me also. I did because it was everywhere and then I didn't expect you to list it as one of your singles, so... And then I had two, didn't I have two TikTok yeah. songs on I can't that remember same what the other one singles? Was. I can't remember what the other one was either. <laughs> but um, yeah, so all I had to really go off of was that song. Um, and again, I don't know really why I listened to it. I think I just saw it come up and I was like, oh, okay, the album or the EP artwork looks really cool. Let's see what it's about. Definitely sad boy music. Um, definitely got your emo rap in there, um, lo-fi hip-hop. So as you can imagine, off of that, there is a lot of the songs are about love and sort of breakups and all of that. Um, so I really like some of the production on this EP because of the lo-fi hip-hop aspect. Definitely could imagine them being on a lo-fi playlist that I kind of have on in the background. You know, just doing your work, being able to concentrate to it. Um... My issue with this EP was that it was very, like, high school cliche and not even in a very, like, clever way at times. It was just literally like, oh, this is a bit, like, oh, cringe. I don't know. It just didn't sit right with me. And I think it starts off a bit slow, in my opinion. And I think I definitely preferred sort of the second half of the EP. But, yeah, he's he's released a few EPs, apparently. Uh, well, this is part five. Um, so I think fans are sort of waiting for his debut album, so I don't know if he's just trying out a load of stuff to see what works, what doesn't, um, but I wasn't too fussed with the EP, I didn't hate it, didn't love it, but yeah, I really like the lo-fi aspect of it, um, but the actual lyrics, the content kind of didn't sit right with me, <laughs> so... I think I'd agree with that. So for me, I I only listened to it once and I haven't listened to it since and mm-hmm. that speaks volumes, I think. Yeah. I think it for me it was one that I could just kind of let wash over me. It was just on in the background. It didn't annoy me, but it didn't pique any of my interest either. No. And I think that really says it all. Yeah. To be honest. I yeah, I think I agree with you. I think I remember feeling oh, it was quite mellow at the beginning yeah but I preferred the second half yeah so I think we're kind of in agreement with that I do remember really liking one of them though oh, so I really liked Silver Linings that's one of my ones that I've got noted down okay, I've I'm got... sorry I stole it no that's okay <laughs> Stay Forever and Silver Linings I've listed as two of my faves from it as I said, like, I don't, I didn't hate it. I just thought, yeah, there was just, t- I think maybe just listen to the lyrics sometimes, which is really off-putting to me. And I know that sounds mm. horrible, but I just think, yeah, very high school cliche at times and not in a clever way. Um, it's a bit superficial. Yeah. 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 And maybe just having content that maybe he just felt like he needed to have. I don't know. Obviously, that is just an assumption. And they do say that you should never assume. Um, But yeah, didn't hate it, didn't love it. There are those two songs that I liked that I will, you know, add to my 2021 playlist. But that's about it, I think. 
So my last album, and I think is also your last album, mm. Taylor Swift Evermore. It's seventeen songs, one hour and nine minutes. Oh, see, nine I've seconds. got fifteen songs, one hour. So she must have released. A... Oh, I've been listening to the deluxe oh, version. Okay, so there's two songs deluxe. I haven't listened to. <laughs> there's two songs she's not listened to. Yes, I've not named either of those in my favourites. Oh, okay. That's not because they're bad, though. That's just because I chose three that would be my favourites because I also knew you'd done it and you might choose three completely different ones. And I thought if I then... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Just thought process. <laughs> so for me, I have listened to this more than once and I really like it. So modern day T-Swizz, I am a massive fan of. Mm-hmm. I've decided... I like this folky country, whatever it is that she's doing right now. I'm enjoying it. I think mm-hmm. this was very beautiful. I feel like she's growing with her music. Yeah. I feel like this these last two albums have been really personal for yeah. her. And I like that. And it's definitely, as I've said, a, like a continuation from, from folklore. It's really stripped back and, and quite raw in places. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just really enjoyed it. I'm really enjoying, as I said, this kind of new era of yeah. T-Swiss. Like grown up almost, even though she's yeah. like 30. She's... Yeah, I think when she's you in spoke between about me it, and you, when she when you spoke about last time, I think you were saying not to be like you know a dick or anything about it. You didn't phrase it like that, but it was like yeah, it just seems more grown up. And I think one, she dropped another surprise album of 2020. Her fans probably lost their minds, but I I can't remember where I read it, so I don't know if this is true. Maybe you can correct me. I don't know if, because she's described this as um, like a sister record to Folklore, if it was they were recording so much that they just had like a load of other songs left. I don't know if that's true okay. or not. I'm not sure. I mean, I at this point, I'm not bothered if it is because there wasn't like, there isn't a song on that album that I've skipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I haven't skipped anything on that album, so I'm not bored of any of it. Yeah. But that's and that again, I feel like speaks volumes. And it was the same with folklore. There was nothing on there. I mean, I still haven't listened to folklore, but now I'm more inclined to go back and listen to it because it shame did... on you. But I've listened to this one. I've listened to one of them, um, and it did honestly really surprise me. I, as you, we were just saying, you know, I think with the first folklore, it, def- it definitely seems like it's more mature. And I've written that I think it's really cool seeing someone like Taylor Swift have projects like this where you can see them trying out new stuff and almost trying to figure out who they are and what their next chapter will be. I think it makes it Mm. so relatable. Again, I can't really speak for her older stuff because I don't really know, but I just feel like this does make it really relatable and you know, as a a year of 2020 was a year of self-reflection, sort of questioning ourselves, etc. I feel like it definitely fits well with a lot of people. Um, Yeah. And, you know, I think I definitely have respect for her. As you can tell, she just wanted to make this, not for money. Mm. Again, she just wanted to do it for the passion and just for herself, I guess. Um, And I think Um, it's really cool hearing that ambient style come out. So... Yeah, and if you look at the, well, they're not videos. I don't even know what they call them. What are they? The things that they put on Spotify. 
yeah, they're like it's not really a video. It's like little clips. Yeah, while the track is playing, they're on like, like a, rotate. Yeah, I can't. I don't know what it's called. Loop. A video loop. Like a video loop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and even they're quite telling without really doing anything. Like yeah. I, I, I've, I've just really like this. If I could go and see this Taylor Swift, like maybe if she could do some of the old, the other like popular hits. That you know, that we all know. <laughs> that I shan't name. Um, you know, she she could do some of those too, but I would be really interested in seeing this Taylor Swift. Agreed. And I think, yeah, it's the whole finding yourself in the forest type of thing that again has they they've really captured, I feel like that feeling. Um and yeah, it's got a really ambient style to it. And it was just really nice having it on in the background. I've listened to it twice now and just kind of not being like, oh, <laughs> what is this? It's just like, this is a really nice song. Why am I listening to T-Swift? Yeah. You don't do that. You just no. listen to it. And you should really listen. If you like this one, you should listen to the other one, Folklore, because it, it is really good. I'd be hard pressed to tell you which one I like more. I feel like they're a continuation yeah. of each other. Yeah. But um so my favourites from this one were Champagne Problems, Tolerate It and Dorothea. Oh, okay. So my favourites were Champagne Problems, Coney Island, which is featuring the national, who I believe had quite a big part of this album, like in the production, oh. I think. Oh, I don't know, but I really like the Coney Island song. And long story short, I really like to. Oh, nice. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'm glad they're all going to be on there. But I love that we both we both like champagne problems. Obviously. Yeah, that was really nice. That song. I yeah. like it. Well done, T. <laughs> you. I don't know what you're doing to us. <laughs> but, but we love you. Yeah, you've done something. So well done. You just gained two new fans. Well, you know, it's also nice to support a fellow female in the music industry too. So, you know, I said that the way that sounded was as as if we were in the music industry, but I didn't mean it like that. I mean, we're a stone's throw. Stone's throw. We're so close. So close, I can taste it. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, You weirdo. (laughs) So singles you can go first okay so my first one i just want to point out i've got quite a lot of ladies today i'm well proud of myself nice so the first lady i'm going to actually i've got three out of four i've got three out of four too so my first lady i'm going to speak about is scissor she released have you got it (laughs) good days how incredible is that song? I am really, really enjoying it. Yes. I've listened to it numerous amount of times. Yeah. she Her voice is incredible. It's just got that proper like R&B feel to it. It's chilled. Um, and I take it she's going to release an album soon. So oh, I really flipping hope so. It's very exciting. I'm excited it's for it. It's very exciting. She's been on a lot of stuff recently. That you, I've seen her, heard about her a lot, and I just feel like she's got that reputation now, and she just needs to smash us all with an amazing album. I feel like it's coming. I feel like it is. Um, and if this song is and anything I'm... to go by, 
it's going to be great. And I really hope that we'll be able to go to shows again soon. And I really hope that she comes near us and we can go see her because I would love to see her. I know. I really miss going to see live music. Really miss it. Me too. Really miss it. I'm supposed to go to three shows this year because they've been rescheduled. But I think two two out of the three I don't think are going to happen. And it makes me very sad. Do you think weekend will still happen? I think that's the one that is going to happen because it's far enough I away. I really hope so. I Me so too. So. I'm waiting, but I was I'm supposed to see Brockhampton um and also Neck Deep, but I don't cuz Neck Deep's April and Brockhampton's May. I just think it's too too close. So we were supposed to see Craig David last March, last April. Yeah, and it got postponed to this April, and then in in the autumn we got an email saying it had been moved to autumn twenty two, okay. uh, April twenty two. So that should be fine. Yeah. That definitely should be on, but April time I mean, this year, I God think... help my sanity if it's not fine <laughs> by April twenty two because I will literally be a shadow of my former self. Oh my god, that's really depressing. I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> I will, honestly. It's just so oh, dramatic. I don't know what I'll do. Yeah. I... Uh, it's dramatic, but it's true. Yeah, I'm bored of it. I want to get off this ride ASAP, Rocky, right yes. now. Somebody let me out. <laughs> um, so my first thing, well, my second single. <laughs> it's the only boy on my list, and it's Bakar. Yes, I forgot um, about this. Having, having a good time sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> and he never fails to disappoint me in that he he's got this kind of sound so he's like an indie vibes um indie like kind of streets slash yeah all kinds of different vibes but indie I guess um, it would I just be really like him. yeah the streets mixed with indie I guess, is the best way to describe it, yeah. And he never fails to kind of disappoint, really. Mm -mm. It's another solid backer song. I want an album from him, please, thank you very much. That would be nice. I very much like that. I mean, again, he's released the songs, hopefully. Mm. Maybe soon. But I think with him as well, he's just got a charm about him. Like, his sound, like how he delivers... Um, his performance is very, I think, unique, and I think it definitely has a charm about it. Um, mm. And he's one of those people, I think, if you hear him, because he's on, um, when we watch Red Zone on a Sunday, oh no, it's not Red Zone, it's the news before it, um, when they have, they show the American adverts, there's an American advert that has a Bacar song on it, and every time I'm is like... Is it a polo advert? Because he, he does modelling for polo. It might be that. Ralph Lauren. Mm-hmm. But yeah, every time. How, do you remember? That's that's how I found him. Was it? Or was it Fred Perry? Oh, it might have been Fred Perry. But I don't know if it is clothing, actually. I'm not sure if the advert he shows up on. But anyway, there's an American advert that is using a Bacar song currently. And every time I hear it, I'm like, oh my God, it's Bacar. Like, I just get very excited. Because I'm lame. <laughs> You're not lame. You're cool. You're a really cool girl. I love the car. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) Me too. Thanks. And that is a really good song too. I forgot about it. And it it is a good song. 
Um, so my next one is not a new song, um, but I just really like it, and I think you're gonna like it too. Uh, it's Beyonce, and it's Countdown. Oh, I flipping love that song. Yeah, it's Five, just four, three, two, one. <laughs> that one. Kind it's of, like the yeah. old movies, <laughs> the old movie style. Yeah, I can't do it, can I? I know. And no, I know because the the starting off thing is the boy thing, and yeah, unless you can yes. sing, you just can't. We can't do it, unfortunately. But no, it's just a really like. You can dance to it, but also it's like a lovey song as well. You know, it could be your and your partner's song as well. Um, It's just talking about, yeah, being in a relationship, kind of loving each other. But you can dance to it. I really like it. It's been stuck in my head. So, yeah. So why has it been stuck in your head? Where did it? Um, I think there's, I think I keep seeing videos of people trying to do the, start the beginning of the boy thing and obviously some of the videos are really funny because people just can't do it um and they're kind of getting their parents to attempt to do it and again as you can imagine it's uh (laughs) not great um so from there I was like yes I love this song and now I've just actually been listening to it rather than people awfully cover it so yeah (laughs) I love that song but we all know that I am a Long time B fan. All right. It's true. I am. I actually am. Um, so my next, al- uh, next album. Oh, shocking. My next single is by Kiko. I have not heard of her before. But I heard this song. I think it was on a new releases playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called Goblin. And it's just really quite chilled out. I've been trying to find out more about her, but it just keeps coming up with cosmetic stuff. And I just haven't spent enough time trying to find out stuff about her. But really enjoying it. It's a really lovely, chilled out track. Mm, very nice. So my next one is a TikTok song. Uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, but it is by a lady called Frances Forever. And the song is called Space Girl. Um, and it's just a really happy song. Again, just kind of singing about f- your feelings for someone else. But there's a lot of cool, clever lyrics relating to space compared to, you know, your partner, your partner's lips, etc. It's just really fun. It makes you very happy. Well, it does me anyway. And I feel like if you were <laughs> to listen to it, it'd bring a smile to your face. It's just very catchy. Um, and kind of like indie, indie pop. So yeah, I really like it. Happy vibes all the time. Sounds like something I would love. So my final single is called Lemons and it's by two lovely ladies called Kino. Right, okay, I'm bound to get this wrong and I'm going to apologise right now. Mm-hmm. So one of the ladies is called Kinona and the other one's called Romaine Dixon. Okay. Um, and it is just, again, I'm obviously on a soulful, chilled out kind of vibe at the moment. It is exactly that. Soulful, chilled out. Just a lovely, lovely song. Nice. I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> Nothing else needs to be said. Just listen to it. With your lemon-coloured pen. Lemon-coloured pen, because yellow is my fave. I know. I know. I know you know. Um, so my last track again is not a new one 
Um, but it is the Wombat Greek tragedy because I feel oh, like yes. it's that time of the year again, you know, where you just come back. I listened to Wombats at the start of the year, Ariana Grande towards the end of the year. And it's just... <laughs> is that your Yeah, I don't cycle. know what happens. It's just towards the end of the year. I'm like, oh, yeah, Ariana Grande. Um, but, yeah, the Wombats Greek tragedy because, again, you can't go wrong with the Wombats. We love them as you would we do. know if you've been listening to us for a long time. You would know that we love them and it is just a great song. It really is. I flipping love the Wombats. Um, Ian... We were in the car the other day and he was like, oh, I don't know what to put on. And I was like, look, just put that Wombats. All of the music came up on the car. I said, put the Wombats on. He was like, I haven't got any Wombats. And I was like, it's literally there. Just there. Just do it. Put it on. Put it on. Because they're much great. Enjoyed it. And, and Noah really likes anything with a guitar or drums in it. We've, we've discovered recently that he is loving that. And you'll find out by my record of the month oh very exciting spoiler <laughs> and with that link i will just go on to the record of the month you're not in real suspense here people so don't worry we, we're not that mean no. record of the month so my record of the month because of noah is the vaccines i always knew mm-hmm so he just literally loves that song and he asked for the ooh song. That video you <laughs> sent me is literally the cutest thing ever where he's singing he to it. like a little wolf. Yeah. <laughs> puts his head up in the air and does the ooh. little ooh. It's so cute. And it is just the cutest thing and he dances around and he just absolutely loves that song and... Um, he just loves the vaccines, actually, because I'll just leave them on afterwards. And we go back to I Always Knew, but he does like their other music, too. So there I just think go. maybe he's a little rock boy. Maybe. If he likes guitars and drums, who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't mind. Maybe he'll be in a band when he's older. Oh, that would be cool. We'd that be there. Be cool. We'd be front row. <laughs> yeah. Biggest fans. Who's your biggest fan? My mom and my Annie. <laughs> damn right but that is really cute what about you um <laughs> so my one again probably no surprise it is Haley williams she released uh, i don't really want to say it's an ep it was like sort of like a side project um hence why i didn't really talk about it in the album section um it was basically two acoustic versions of uh two of her songs from her uh, petals for armor album and there was a new song on there um but my record of the month is the simmer acoustic version because again it just takes that song to a whole different level and that stripped back just Haley's voice and a guitar insane it is amazing i think if you like that song definitely listen to the acoustic version incredible i just love her as we know I really like Simmer, and I have not heard that version, so I look forward to hearing that. It's just, I think it's one of those ones, if you listen to it, it gives you, like, goosebumps. If you're in the right, you know, you listen to it at that specific time, because it just, yeah, it just takes it to a whole different level. Um, And as we know, her voice, incredible, so. It is incredible. Yeah. So, on to our honourable mentions. Well, I mean, that transitions very nicely, 
because I've actually got Hayley Williams in one of my honourable mentions as well this month. Um, and I sent it this to you. And I think oh. you very much enjoyed it as well. So I literally watched it on repeat for about 20 minutes. Yeah. It, and you know, you know how I feel about that song. Yes, and that's why I wanted to send it to you because I heard it. So she did a cover of Teardrop, uh, Massive Attack. Um, and yeah, again, it's just her, a piano, and she does an amazing job of covering this song. Uh, we've spoken about another... Can you see my arm right now? I've got major goosebumps. <laughs> there you go. Just talking about it. And oh. Sam is a bit of a snob when it comes to that song. And rightly so. I am. I, no one can do it justice, but that is the only cover I have ever heard <laughs> that I agree with. Mm-hmm. Again, <laughs> it's just taking it to a different level. Just really cool. I think very unexpected, I think, from her as well. Um, but it just, as soon as I saw it, because I sort of knew it was coming, but I was like, oh, I just want to see it before I tell you about it. <laughs> just in case you're like, oh, whatever. So I just wanted to, you know, no. wait until there was proof, could watch it for myself. And it was just, it did not disappoint at all. Um, and a little side note as well, which was really cool, is she has her hair up in a towel. The reason for that is she's had her hair like bleach blonde for a few years now, just while she's been dealing with some, you know, shit that's been going on with her. Um, and she's finally gone back to not bright orange, but she's gone back to a type of orange now. So I don't think she wanted to quite reveal it yet, but she did it like a day after on her Instagram. So that's really cool again that she's now gone back to expressing herself Yay. via her hair so hopefully that means that she's doing better which is always nice to know it is that's always lovely oh, and i just genuinely i any I, there are no other versions of that song other than massive attack that i have ever approved of yeah so and rightly so i think yeah. rightly so because uh, it is in my top kind of five favourite songs of all time. And when someone does a cover of a song that you love that much, I think it's really hard to to, to even be on a par with a song that you have that much of an affinity to, I think. Yeah, and again, I think it's one of those tracks as well that is like, I would say legendary. I think mostly, not maybe every single person, but it's quite a big track in that everybody kind of knows what it is. So I think, again... It's iconic. To take that on, I think, is a big, big thing. But I think she smashed it, so... Yay. She did, completely. <laughs> it was immense. Because we've spoken about previously a really bad cover. We're not going to mention who sung it. Mm -mm. But it was... Mm -mm, not good. <laughs> no, no, no. Thumbs down. <laughs> Two thumbs down. All of the thumbs, any thumb you have, <laughs> any thumb, <laughs> all the thumbs. <laughs> um, so my first honourable mention. So I'm a bit late to this, yeah. And there's probably people who listen who have been watching it from the off. That 2018, I think it came out, but I oh, finally wow. over Christmas have watched Cobra Kai. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> with Ian. And let's just say, I was really excited about watching it because Karate Kid, nostalgia, you know, that's my childhood. The yeah. Karate Kid is, you know, 
something that I watched as a kid and, and really loved. And I was blown away that they'd managed to get characters like grown up from the original film. Like, like back in I, it. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what they've done. And it's absolutely brilliant. The 80s music, the that accompanies it is amazing the fact that there are so many cameos i cannot even tell you Mm -hmm. the amount of characters that they managed to bring back from those films is just impressive it's not the best program in the entire world i'll Mm. put that out there like this last season i spent half so this season that came out at christmas i spent half of it on like I need to know what happens, I need to know what happens, and half of it going, this is actual dog shit. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> it is not, it's not a very good, fr- no. like, genuinely, the acting's not great, I'm going to put it out there, the acting's not great, and the storyline is a bit dodgy every now and again. Mm. But, and I even said to Ian, I was like, we were coming up to kind of the last couple of episodes, and I was saying to him, I genuinely don't think if they do another series I'm going to bother watching it because I just am that annoyed with it all oh, no. <laughs> like how can this happen all the time and no one does anything about it except for these kids having a little karate fight all the time and nearly dying <laughs> like how does this keep happening yeah where are the adults <laughs> um <laughs> And then right at the end, something happened. And I was like, oh, for God's sake, now I've got to watch the next season. Yeah. But that being said, there is some amazing music. And there is, in particular, there's a really, really good cover of Cruel Summer that they used. Yeah, you said that to me. And it is by Carrie Kimmel. Mm-hmm. And it is just, it's, it's a bit haunting. Yeah. It's very different to the and original, yeah, that's for sure. Really different to the original. Because when it first started playing, Ian, I saw Ian's head like swivel towards me. And he was like, do you know what song this is? And I was like, <laughs> no. See, I wouldn't have like, guessed it either. <laughs> I don't think I would have guessed and it. And I didn't. I didn't. And then when he said it, I was like, no freaking way. Yeah. And there you go. That's exactly what it is. And it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. So, another one for the playlist also. So, my next honourable mention is the man, the myth, the legend, Harry Styles. Again, I know, I'm sorry. Um, But he has released a music video for the track Treat People With Kindness, which is just a great message anyway. It's a really upbeat track. Um, But the music video is featuring Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And it is great. Like, as in Fleabag? As in Fleabag. It features her. Fleabag? Yep. Nice. And they're dressed the same and they have a little dance along. Honestly, it's great. You need to watch it because it would bring a smile to your face. Um, I need it in my life. You do. I, I, every time I watch it, it makes me so happy. It's just a really cute video, cute song, great message behind it. Um, Yeah, just go watch the video. So the final honourable mention... Really, it's Jess's honourable mention, but I've kind of, I'm kind of stolen it. That's okay. So Jess, um, I think you told everyone last time that you'd ordered some post Malone white. Right? No. So. So for, as as a little Christmas treat. So basically, what happened was it was really weird because we did that episode where we were talking about you know. 
people that have like other talents or they do other things. We mentioned the Post Malone, Rose, Mason number nine. And we basically were saying, why can't he have it over here? Um, and finally in December, they decided or he decided to do a UK limited run of it. I guess maybe just to test the waters. Um, and I managed to get some, but not just that. So basically I ordered two bottles cause I thought, right, you know, just, you know, gotta make the most of it while we can. Um, so the two bottles came really quickly. It was via a website called The Wine Cavern. So I just wanna shout them out because you'll see in a second. Um, and basically that got delivered. But then a couple of days later, I got a message that I was getting another delivery from um, a delivery service. And I was like, I haven't ordered anything else. You know, when you do that thing of, oh God, have I forgotten about something? What have I spent my money on? Yeah, now? I was like, oh no, oh no. Um, and then I think I said to Ash, it can't be they've like sent out more because I've only paid for two. Um, and effectively, yeah, what happened? Something went wrong. They sent me another two bottles, but I did email them and I was like, I just, I think something's gone wrong. Um, I've only ordered two and paid for two, but I now have four bottles. You know, do you want me to send them back blah 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 but they were nice enough to say that I could keep it as a Christmas present from them so thank you that was very lovely yeah. and then I was very lucky yeah because it meant that I got some well you know I got to share it very sharing we got to share it she I can't have the four wealth. bottles and be like hey. <laughs> you could have you could have but you were very, very kind and let us have one. And do you know what? It was quite nice. It was. It was very... It's a bit... Yeah. It's a bit drier than yes. I was than I would normally go for in a wine. But it was lovely nonetheless. Yes, it was. Nice 12.5%. So, you know, up there. But it was... Yes, yeah, it was nice. It was, yeah, it was quite dry. Quite dry in places. It was but quite dry. Quite dry. Quite dry. Makes you feel, makes you feel good. So it's okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was very nice. So thank you, Post Malone, for making nice wine. Yeah, and I think I might use the bottles as uh, maybe like candle holder things, maybe. I quite liked the fact that the um, what would normally be a cork was glass. Yes. It freaked me cool. out a little bit, Although though. Although really difficult to open. Yes, and also sometimes to put back in, and I was a bit scared that because it's glass, it's going to break and shatter. And... Yeah, and if it shattered in the wine... Oh, bad. Ruined. Yeah. Ruined. Mm -mm. <laughs> Not what you need, but yeah. No amount of sieving's going to get all the glass shards <laughs> out of that, is it? No, there's literally like, you have to just get rid of it. Cause that would be it. You don't want glass inside of you. That's horrible. <laughs> no. no. But thanks, Posty. Great, great rosé. Well done. If you could make a sweet one, that would be wonderful. <laughs> Please and thanks. Yep. Thank you. Well, it's not really an honourable mention, but um, I feel like it's something, as a music podcast, it's something we should talk about. Um, unfortunately, on in December, one of the last days, oh no, it was New Year's Eve, um, it was announced by his wife that um, MF Doom had sadly passed away, and that is 
madness absolute madness um but what's worse as well is apparently he passed away on halloween so october 31st but a lot of people were saying isn't that like the most doom thing that he passed away on halloween but we didn't find out until the last day of the year that was obviously done for for a reason and but it's just it did come as such a massive shock so i think we both saw it from the same person yeah yeah we did a mutual friend on instagram and it just it is it i was so so i don't know i was speechless i had no i still got no words i don't yeah i can't i don't understand it i no. don't understand it and i think he's one of those people that i guess you just think is invincible like you never imagine yeah. to hear that um and ash is a massive massive fan so he was absolutely gutted when he found out for this christmas i got him an mf doom ring so then to learn like yeah he was he's absolutely gutted he's a huge mf doom fan so he was really really upset about it and still is so yeah we just the the first of jan we played monopoly and just listened to (laughs) mf doom pretty much the whole day just so you know I listened to a lot of MF Doom on the first. Yeah. Yeah. The right thing to do. It was sad. Yeah. It was the right thing to do. So just, you know, thoughts, all of that to his family, friends. It's really sucky. Um, And just rest in peace to an absolute legend. And hope, hope the family are all okay. Yeah. Okay. So. I guess. On to the main theme main thing which i will let you kick off with since you've got data (laughs) okay so yeah main theme so obviously it's a little bit different this year but you know it's not our fault it's apple's fault get your shit together apple joking i love you (laughs) um so yeah this is kind of where we talk about our 2020 wrapped obviously sam doesn't really have the data so you'll just kind of speak about a few a few songs that you've got and i will go through my data so again my pet peeve with the spotify 2020 wrapped is that it comes out so early i feel like it came i got mine on the 2nd of december and i just feel like that's a whole month but that's also i mean for me what kind like i always find this episode for us really difficult for the new bit at the beginning the singles and the albums because i've just spent the whole of december listening to christmas music that's true yeah so i kind of i kind of feel like it might be for that yeah but oh pardon me there's there's the monthly verb um (laughs) but also i find what happens as well because i get this wrapped and then it comes with a playlist as well i then end up just listening to that playlist of all the songs (laughs) i've been listening to all year um even though you've got a 2020 one playlist that you make yourself yeah as you go along yeah i do because you know just got to add songs. I know, I'm just saying. Just got to add it, you know. It's for security. No, I don't know. Um, so, I'll just kind of briefly go through it. Obviously, give all the data from my end. And then, Sam, you just, I don't I'll know. In. Guess, chime in. Yeah. So, as always, it kind of comes with a video. Um, and it, it starts with, let's start you off with a win. Because, you know, we need that in 2020. Um, apparently, I discovered... 458 new artists in 2020 i know it never feels like that though does it 
be interesting to compare this to your last year's. That would be, actually. Probably have the notes somewhere. I'll try try and dig them out. Um, apparently, I also listened to 341 genres, including 150 new ones. That blows my mind, because I think everybody always is like, there's not that many genres, but clearly there is. Literally, my mind is boggled about how there's 150 new ones. 341 genres all together and then I listened to 150 new ones what does that mean? I know it'd be interesting Have to actually know they you any examples? no they oh, just did my top like my top genres okay um, so my top genres so they do top five um, number no five for anyone. is alternative R&B number five Number four is pop punk. Shocker. Number three is rock. Number two is rap. So what do you think number one is? Dummy Dirty. Pop. Yeah, Dummy Dirty again this year. (laughs) Pop is number one. Yeah. You know what that is? That's your December Ariana. Yeah, but the thing is, I feel like this year, I was like, you know what? I'll just accept it. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. I'll take that. There's nothing wrong with it. I'll take it. It's fine. But then there have been people who, throughout the year, when we've looked at the genres that are assigned or however it works i don't know how it works we've had this discussion before how does it work genuinely i might email spotify and for ask them because i need to know <laughs> you need to know it drives me mad. <laughs> i need to know do they say i'm r&b or do they say i'm pop yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know but you know i do think some of some of the people that i've listened to this year that have come up as pop her, it, and it has confused me because to me they're R&B or something else so yeah yeah and that's the thing I think maybe it's there are so many genres but we just don't know so it's I need I, to know what these 300 genres are I know because I feel like all this stuff that I listen to it doesn't come up with all these different genres so I'm confused Not but... just as R&B <laughs> yeah everything's just or chucked pop. into that so then moving on it was top song of the year. What do you think my top song was of the year? I'm going The Weeknd. It was The Weeknd. But I was really surprised at this. It's Blinding Lights. I thought it was going to be the other one. I was going to say Blinding Lights. I thought it was going to be the other one, but I won't mention it. So uh, Blinding Lights, one, two, three, four, five, six, is my seventh most played song of oh. last year. Obviously, I've had to count that in my top (laughs) I'm not doing that with all of them. No, don't do that. God, be here all day. So, yeah, that was my top song of the year, apparently. My first stream of this song was on January 24th. Days with most streams was January 28th. I wish it told me how many streams. Um, The 50th stream was on July 27th. And as of uh, the 2nd of December, when I got this, um, I had listened to it a total of 60 times, apparently. (laughs) So. (laughs) I think you've listened to it more than I think so too. But, you know, thanks. Thanks, Spotify. Not, you know, exposing me too much there. Blinding Lights is the... So it's my seventh most played song, and it's the first one that was released this year. Oh, 
in my top 50. Interesting. Oh, I'm intrigued to know some more of yours. I'm intrigued. So, I'm not going to tell you the top two because they're literally songs I put on nearly every bath time for Noah. Okay. (laughs) And one of them is by Stormzy. Okay. So, you know, no shade. In fact, I'm going to say it's Big Few Boots. That's okay. It's always been Noah's song. Yeah. It's fine. The other one is by a very popular CBBS presenter, so I'm not going to name it. Please don't. (laughs) No, no. Or else it'll be on the playlist and no one wants that. Then after that, I've got two songs that I loved last year Mm. that I've obviously just carried on listening to this year. And actually, I can't even deny that I listen to... I do listen to them both quite a lot. Yeah. And that's Dua Lipa, Don't Start Now. I Mm -hmm. fucking love that song. Yeah. And Salt by Ava Max, which is one that I just found somewhere and I just really, really love. Yeah. Mm. And then I've got another Stormzy song and then it's The weekend. Nice. And then I've got another Stormzy song. Oh, and then a weekend song. And then a storm- <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, so then moving on from my one. So it did the top song of the year. It then goes into the top five songs. So number five is Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar. No, Pop. just can't deny that. Um, Ash Pop. got me a car air freshener. That is coloured like a watermelon, but it's got Harry on it from his last album and it smells like watermelon too. So Mavis is going to smell like watermelon. So (laughs) number four is The Weeknd, Heartless. (laughs) (laughs) Number three is Neck Deep and Full. Number two is, this is no surprise at all, the 1975 Me and You Together song, because I literally do listen to that on repeat. And then as we know, number one is Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. I was really shocked because Me and You Together song comes up in my top 50. Okay. Quite high up. So it's like, I'm going to guess it about number 15-ish. Oh, wow. Okay. And that surprised me. I didn't think I listened to that song half as much as apparently I do. Hmm. Um, and then above that, I do just really want to to raise this because it is one of my most favourite albums of last year. Hmm. And I do feel like if there was some kind of stats, I would get quite a high number of plays for this song. And that's Rather Be by Brandy. Oh, okay. Because I flipping loved that album. It was so good. So good. And then after that, I've got a load of Christmas songs. Oh, my gosh. I know. They even include the Christmas because it's the whole of December. Yeah. So what I'm going to do next year is I'll listen to Christmas songs on Apple Music. Yeah. So then it'm off my Spotify. Well, no, it won't go on because obviously the... Oh, no, it won't go on my Spotify. No. It's fine. Because they release it early yeah. December. Maybe that's actually why they do it. Maybe. Yeah, that's what I said, wasn't it? Yeah. I know, but it just is a reminder again that maybe that is it's quite a logical standpoint. We're here like, oh, it's too early. But actually, do you want a load of Christmas songs? No. No, you don't. Because it's annoying to see them. I'm annoyed now. <laughs> um, so then with Spotify Wrapped, it then um, 
this i guess would be very different depending on what you listen to i think ash got some podcast ones we came up on his uh podcast <laughs> thing so thanks ash that's really cool um but my number one i mean you're our number one fan <laughs> He is our number one fan. Not even mum anymore. I don't even know if she listens to us anymore. Probably not. Um, so it came up and it says, you're a pioneer. So I was like, huh? What's that? Basically, I listened to the song Lazy Eater Bets on Her Likeness before it hit 50,000 streams. How nice. cool is that? That is cool. Is I your... like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was really cool that it came up with that. And then I think it's done this a few years as well where it will have options for you. It'll ask a question and it'll ask you to basically choose. So compared to other listeners, which decade did you play the most? So it was the 60s, 80s, 90s or 2000s. And then you have to obviously click and guess which one. What What do you think my my decade was? 2000s. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. <laughs> so 2000s apparently was my top decade. And apparently my top song from this decade was Kanye West featuring T-Pain, Good Life. <laughs> nice. A bit random. I don't know how I feel about that. It is a great song, but who... It yeah. is a good song. Yeah. Just, I don't know if I expected it to be that song. But it's again, it's kind of cool that they give you that data. Um, so then it went to the big one. Guess your top artist of the year. So it was out of Mac Miller, Neck Deep, 1975 or The Weeknd. I think it's The Weeknd. And I've literally put The Weeknd of. (laughs) Um, um, And the next one, I would like to kind of argue this a little bit because every one um rapped i saw online um when people got their top artists it always came up with a really low top one percent of listeners so apparently i was in the top one percent of their listeners in 2020 um but again i would like to argue that because a lot of um people's artists um of the year they would come up in a really low percentage um so i just feel like that's a little bit weird isn't it that everyone i saw it was like oh you're in the top one percent you're in the top two percent um i mean it's cool if it's accurate top one percent for the weekend i know that my friend harry from work he messaged me because he was in the top one percent of oasis it just seems weird that everybody seemed to get really low but maybe it's right maybe i'm just seeing the ones who are extreme fans you never know um maybe but yeah so it said fave song favorite song of his was blinding lights as we already know um which again i would argue there's another song that i really like from that album um and apparently i have spent one thousand 536 minutes listening to his music that makes sense to me yeah i dread to think what mine would be i think my highest one would be stormzy by the amount of stormzy that's on here because i do really like him yeah but also i just want to chuck a few out there of my top album so the ones that are showing up that i listened to that i know are new from last year so chai 
who yeah. I spoke about who had an EP. Uh, Megan the Stallion, the Savage remix, that's quite high up on my list <laughs> if you ignore the Christmas song. I'm a savage. Um, and then I've got basically a lot of the Weekends album. Join a, a lot of Joyner Lucas, yep. obviously. A lot of Elko, again, obviously. And a little bit of Lewis Capaldi. Oh, I do like a bit of Lewis Capaldi. He is recording his uh, next album, don't you know? Finally. Mm-hmm. I think it's taken a long time. And also, which will be of no surprise to you whatsoever, there is so much Gregory Porter. Yeah, of course there is. So much Gregory Porter. <laughs> I love him. I mean, I nearly talked about it. He released another EP this month. Really? Yeah, but it is just songs that he's already released, oh, so I didn't talk sake. about it. <laughs> <laughs> so who would you, because my next one is my top five artists, so who would you say that your top five artists are then? New artists or just generally? Just generally, so the top five just artists that generally. you've listened to in 2020. So I, for me, so I did actually think about this, I think based on the albums that I know I listened to a lot last year, it yeah. would be Joyner Lucas, Brandy, Elko, The Weeknd. And then I really, really spent a lot of time listening to Chai last year, so I'm going to put her in there as well. Nice. Yeah. So they're, they're, my, they're my new ones anyway from last year because actually I've got a lot of old songs on here, so always in my top top songs is always going to be flowers always always because it is my favorite song Mm -hmm. and i do listen to it quite a lot so that's always there and then our song is always on my list this is where you say what our song is oh my god (laughs) what oh no hang on there's somebody to love yeah. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't like, I was just like trying to think of what it was called. There's nobody to love. Oh, yeah, that's it. No, nobody sorry. To love. Nobody that's to awesome. love. It is awesome. Yes, always, always on my playlist because I love it. Yeah, there's always a lot of classic hip hop on there. So, Oh No by Mostef. Mm-hmm. Is always on there. Shimmy Ya is always on there. Shimmy Shimmy Ya. Uh, Simon says, you know, you know I love my hip hop. Yeah. You've always got to have some on there. Missy Elliott. There's always Missy Elliott on there. Yeah. And also, there's a lot of Gold Link. Yeah. But again, I kind of, that's no surprise, I don't think. So, my top five. Go on. So, we already know who's number one. Yeah. Number five, Tyler, the creator, obviously. <laughs> Number four oh. is Neck Deep. Number three is 1975. Thing is, though, I just feel like I've listened to two songs from them and that's maybe just pushed them all the way up there. I didn't really feel like I listened to them too much. But do you listen to them a lot, though? Do you listen to them regularly? Like those two, like there's two songs, yes. Yeah, and that's what's pushed them up, surely. Um, so they're number three. Number two is Mac Miller, which I totally agree with. And number one is The Weeknd. I would say, yeah, that I've listened to The Weeknd and Mac Miller the most in 2020. So that did not disappoint. But Harry Styles is not in there. No. But I feel like Shocking. I've listened to 
that's what I mean with the 1975. I'm confused. But, you know, I'm not going to fight it, you know. They've got the stats. Yeah. And apparently I have streamed um, 20,113 minutes in 2020. Doesn't seem like too much. Wow. It does, but it doesn't. 20,000 minutes? Yeah. I mean, that out in hours. Bear, bear <laughs> with me, caller. <laughs> 20,000. 20, what was it? 20,113 minutes. It's 335.21 hours. Yeah, that's quite a lot. So that's like an hour a day. That no. doesn't seem like too much. Less than an hour a day. That doesn't seem like a lot when you put it like but that. But are there days when you don't listen to music, though? Rarely. Maybe, but yeah. You're not always listening to it on your Spotify, though, are you? You're listening to it on Ashes. That's true. Or YouTube and in the car, sometimes. When you're driving, car. or YouTube. Yeah. So, like, I listen to a lot of music. There's always music on in this house. But whether or not it's my music or Ian's or Noah's. That's true. Is another thing. Or just like putting the radio on, on the speakers. So, or... maybe you need to add yours with Ashes, and that will be a more accurate. Well, the thing is, the smart oh, he speakers. He listens to it all day when he's at work as well. The smart speakers, though, are linked up to my Spotify. So anytime, even if he asks the smart speakers, it'll pop up on mm. my my Spotify. So he could potentially ruin your Spotify. I don't think so. I think we normally listen to kind of the same stuff when we're here. It's just when he's out. See, whereas Ian's done it. So our speakers, our smart speakers, they discern between who's asking for the music. Oh, okay. So it'll only go to his if he asks for it, and it'll only go to mine if I ask for it, which is why he makes me ask for Noah's bath songs. Oh, rude. But it was already on mine. That is really rude. Asking me. But also, Noah really loves um, that Heady One song. Oh, ain't it different yeah and he does this no you will start liking it once you see him singing along to that song he learned the word different from that song did he oh my gosh <laughs> so he goes yeah 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 different oh my gosh <laughs> so That's bloody cute. cute isn't he he's so bloody cute the only other artist that i'd like to say is on my top 50 that was new from last year is Taylor Swift. Yeah. Because I have listened to the song Cardigan a lot. Basic bitch. <laughs> it is the reason that I listened to that whole album, to Folklore. Yeah. And it's in my top 40. It's true. I, I think out of my top 50, there's at least 15 songs that are Christmas songs. That's a lot. And there's at least, there's at least five Noah songs. Yeah. So 20 of my top 50 are nothing to do with me for most of the year. Great. That's really disappointing. Apple, yeah, why did I you have to do that? I know what those 20 are. Why did you have to it's do fine. that? It's fine. It's fine. Um, so I thought also, 
what would be quite interesting is um, Spotify revealed 2020's most streamed songs, album, and artists, I believe. So I thought it'd just be quite cool just a round up kind of talking about that. I'm reading this through the BBC. So they do have a UK and worldwide version, but we'll do worldwide. I, th- I think that's fair enough um, rather than UK. Or do, should we talk about both? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think worldwide. We'll do worldwide, I think. Do worldwide. Okay. So again, these are all top five. Um, and of course it's through Spotify. So the most streamed artists of 2020. Do you have any guess to who that the top five would be? There were some that I was kind of surprised at, but I, it makes sense. I'm going to go Ariana Grande. Nope. Not in the top five. There is Shush. not a woman in the top five. <laughs> yeah, Sam's face says it all. What? Holy yeah. shit. There's not a woman in the top five. Nope. That is actually shocking. Sorry, I'm also in an M&M one. <laughs> um, no, there is not. Leftover chocolate kicking about. It is all, all men. Okay. Justin Bieber. Nope. What? Okay. The weekend. Yep, the weekend is number five. At least he's there. <laughs> and still didn't get a Grammy. Yeah, I'm still really upset about that. He released a music video for Save Your Tears and there was a little uh a little dick. award chucking moment <laughs> which everybody saw and we can appreciate. Definitely appreciate that. But yeah, so he is number five. So any other guesses for the other four? artists is there anyone we've spoken about actually no surprisingly there's one person that i feel like you always speak about and you haven't spoken about today oh i, d- I don't know i'm literally you're you're out of guesses i don't know okay i'm annoyed that the people i've said aren't in the top five <laughs> because i just assume that they're always going to be in the top five no so the weekend is number five number four is juice world <laughs> Number three is J Balvin. Number two, Drake. Oh, no. That's the one that I thought you was going to guess. Okay. And then number one is Bad Bunny. So that is the top five for worldwide most stream artists. I don't know who the number one is. I don't know the number one. I think Bad Bunny is quite popular. I think Can he's I Latin. I think he's one? Latin pop, I I believe. Okay. I bet uh, mine for UK, the ones that I said were probably would have been better for UK. I am going to bring up the UK. Um, and unfortunately, you are incorrect still. So number five is still The weekend. Um, number four is Ed Sheeran. <laughs> okay. Number three is Eminem. Are there any women? No, no women still. Number three is Eminem. Number two is Juice World, And number one is Drake. So they're kind of very similar lists. But yeah, no women still. Baffled. Yeah. I'm actually baffled by that. Yep, me too. Not a single woman. So moving on to the most streamed albums of 2020. So again, we'll do worldwide. Any guesses again for most streamed albums? The Weeknd? The weekend is number two on this list. He's moved up. Good. Are they different people? 
There is two of the people. So one you've guessed is a weekend. There's another one that from the previous list that is has made it onto this list. The two swell. Right. Oh. Bad Bunny is number one for his album, which is Y H L Q M D L G. Okay. That is that is it. Um. So number five. Is Dua Lipa with Future Nostalgia. Oh, nice. Number four is Harry Styles with Fine Line. And then number three is Post Malone, Hollywood's Bleeding. Yeah. Seems a bit... Strange. Throwback. Yeah, because didn't that come out in 2019? I feel like it did, but maybe we've just made that up. Yeah. Um, So the UK's version... Of most streamed albums. So number five is still Dua Lipa. Um, number four is The Weeknd. Okay. Number three is Pop Smoke with Shoot for the Stars. I think there's more to it, but I can't see it. Number two is Harry Styles with Fine Line. Number one on the UK is Lewis Capaldi. And that doesn't surprise me at all. He's had an amazing year regardless mm-hmm. of everything that's going on. But again, didn't that album... People love Capaldi Capaldi. Didn't that come out? Yeah, but then he did a... Yeah, but then he released a deluxe one. Of course he did. Yeah, I remember. I remember. And the thing is, is I didn't get into him till this year. Did you not? No. Did I listen to the album first and then you listened to it? Yeah. Mm. It was mainly you sending me his funny videos on Instagram. Yeah, because he's just great. Him. He's just great, isn't he? So the final one on this list, there was only three categories, but the the biggest one, the most streamed songs of 2020. So worldwide, number five is Dua Lipa, Don't Start Now. Okay. Number four is, we know because you've already (laughs) spoken about it. Number four is St. John with Roses Remix. Number three is Roddy Rich with The Box. Number two, oh God, is Tones and I, Dance Monkey. <laughs> what the fuck? People love that song. <laughs> and then, no surprise at all, number one is The Weekend Blinding Lights. No surprise. Nice. So, nice the UK version, not really that different. So number five is Tones and I, Dance Monkey. Now. Number four is Roddy Rich with the box. Uh, number three is The Baby with Rockstar. Number two is Saint John Roses remix. And then again, no surprise, number one is The Weekend with Blinding Lights. I'm just, <clears throat> I'm just shocked at the lack of. So basically, Dua Lipa is holding it up for the ladies. Is that what we're saying? Basically, and then Tones and I has made an appearance as well. Yeah. Is it Tones or Tons? Oh, I don't know. I read it as tones. Tons? Is it T-O-N-N-E-S? T-O-N-E-S. Oh, maybe it's tones then. I always thought it was tons. Tones, tons. I don't know. But yeah, that's kind of it, I guess. For, that's kind yeah. of it. 2020. See you later. <laughs> She's like, that's it. End. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> but on the plus side. We have got some good music from 2020. It's true. Regardless of the circumstance. That is true. I feel like it's pushed some people out of places they were before because they've been limited as to who they can make music with 
how they can make music and you know their experiences are feeding into how they're making what what they're singing about and what yeah. their their messages are it's been such a big year mm-hmm. for you know two two massive reasons yeah I think with with the pandemic and um also the Black Lives Matter movement of course yeah and I just I hope we don't lose those messages and the things that we've learned moving on to next year no i i would i would really hope not and i think again music has kind of been there for a lot of people as well artists themselves but even just us listeners as well you know there's been some very dark times this year but again music has sort of been there to get people out of that rut or you know their feelings etc so yeah it's been 2020 was a horrible year in so many for so many reasons um but again as you said there were things that were good from the year um and I would really hope that we don't lose those messages because again it's not just a fad these are ongoing issues that need to be you know spoken about fought for um again to bring up what's going on in the US currently again that is a really important message of why what a joke Black Lives Matter is so important because again, I think, I'm just going to put it out there that I think if you still don't believe that white privilege is a thing, um, yeah, I think you've got some waking up to do because I think that was a really big example of what white privilege is and exactly how that can affect you. So I just hope that everybody is okay in that aspect um, and that, yeah, the fight continues and that hopefully at some stages in our lives we can be equal um and not have to fight for these these things anymore and and hopefully that goes for women in the music industry as well yeah hopefully 2021 is a big year for ladies because i want to see women on those top five lists next year yes most definitely um but again that is an issue that is an issue we've raised that you know there's such a small percentage within the music industry which is crazy um but again hopefully change is coming 2021 hopefully we will see these ladies coming through and representing so. so as normal you can find all of our information on our wonderful website made and designed by the very talented jessica smith me it's <laughs> you which is pump up the jam podcast.com mm-hmm. it is every time i have to check so that little pause is me looking at jess going oh my god that's right <laughs> so it's pump up the jam podcast.com and from there you can access all of our episodes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you can access all of the playlists so all of the songs that we have mentioned will be put into a playlist on spotify and apple music um for your listening pleasure yes there's also links there (laughs) there's also links there to all of our social media so please come along and say hi slide into the dms talk to us love us please 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 but anyway thank you all for listening as always happy 2021 again this is going to be a great year let's be positive no negative Nancy's. It's going to be a good year. We're going to get through this. Um, and soon we can be reunited with our family and friends properly. And it'll be a great time. I'm looking forward to it. 
and we'll have a big party with the best music ever. Ever. So, yes, thank you so much, as always, for listening. Be sure to talk to us. We are here, open, as always. Um, But we appreciate you. We love you. Yes, we do. Speak to you next month. Bye. Bye.